show. Don't ask if he's single, you already know. Cause it's a Terran show. A simple name for a simple guy with a simple face. It's the Terran show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of the Terran show. This is not necessarily an interview, but more of just a general podcast about an idea. And that idea is that we should just all be nicer to each other. That's really the main idea. Um, and in particular, about how that relates to uh, these shows that we watch. And uh, with me to talk about this is Matt Ligori. How are you doing, Matt? Doing good. I'm excited uh, for a brand new year of Big Brother. You know, we have uh, our three upcoming seasons, Big Brother Celebrity, Big Brother Canada 7, and then Big Brother 21 will be coming up in uh, this coming summer. So we just, yeah, we wanted to kind of hop on here and talk about some of these things just to get us all on the same page, just to get us all a little bit of a reminder. You know, everybody starts the new year, they have some resolutions. So maybe this is just one of our res resolutions for uh, for the Big Brother community, for anybody who's listening, for Big Brother fans to just, uh, you know, just hear us out today. We're not trying to, you know, bring anybody's mood down too much, get too uh, depressing or anything like that. But we just want to kind of bring everybody together on the same page here uh, before we start a new a new year of Big Brother and just make sure everybody, you know, lets the uh, the love and light into their lives and, and can just go into this year of Big Brother having fun and uh, a little less of maybe the craziness that we've, you know, so deeply gotten into over the past few years. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, not looking to to solve anything here. Uh, you know, it's obviously nobody's ever going to stop uh, you know trolls or, uh, or or cruelty in the world or anything like that. Um, but what I try to do with this podcast is just uh, get to know people, get to like get, hopefully make people think a little bit. And if uh, if you're interested in this and it and it makes you think, then maybe that's uh, all we can ask for. Um, but really, yeah. I mean, the point here is uh, just maybe let's let's just take a second and think about our behavior collectively on the Internet in regards to people that we talk about and talk to. Um, you know, I think that sometimes it's easy to get lost in uh, public figures and criticism and, uh, you know, calling people out and getting into fights. And I think sometimes that uh, we forget how damaging that can be for uh, for people. And so I don't know the the really the point is to let's let's just have a conversation about this, especially on this show where I've talked to so many uh, people. I've really I've tried to like humanize these these figures that I think we've spent a lot of time watching. We look at them as characters and really the point of this show is to talk to them and, and see that they are humans. And one of the things that I've learned over the course of this show is that these people, even when they're popular, often have a hard time adapting to life after the show with all of the attention and criticism and even the praise, just just the 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 situation itself can be so overwhelming that it can be difficult to deal with. And I think that's something worth talking about and worth just uh, taking a moment to uh, to maybe stop and think and think about like how can we be better and how can we help people deal with things in a better way if we can and so uh, you know hopefully hopefully we'll do something along those lines yeah absolutely uh, you, you know it's it's a completely different world the uh, the age of social media that that is just you know been growing the monster that has been growing over the years and uh you know no one's gonna slow down the stand culture that is that has developed and it's you know uh, i would say the majority of people who are probably listening to this podcast are not people who you know participate in standing uh anybody on a season you know even th those of us who do say that we are standing somebody we do it somewhat ironically or hopefully it's in a good way and not like you know the over the over the top way that you know creating an instagram account and then you know your profile pictures this person whatever I, most of the people who listen to this aren't those people uh, you know that's usually the younger crowd but keep in mind that just you know just because you aren't one of those people like nobody nobody thinks that they're the problem and it's not necessarily that you might be like the problem but it's just like we all can we all can take a step back 
think about what we're saying to to anybody online to especially the contestants um and just just think about like if what we're gonna send before we send these messages are going to do anything constructive you know we're we all we all want to have fun we all want to enjoy these big brother seasons but if our having fun leads to potentially you know bringing anybody down whether it's a fan or one of the contestants in a way that they don't deserve or in any way at all it's just you know we, we really need to take a step back and understand like this is just a reality tv show this is a game show we're having fun watching this is entertainment these people sign up to be enter uh, entertaining towards us and some of them lead to more controversial situations than others you know that's for sure but at the end of the day you know not every single person that goes on these shows goes on them because they want the attention they they want to play the game you know I, I if i was to ever sign up for one of these shows it would be because i want to play the game not because i want a bunch of people criticizing my every move and of course that comes with the territory but just take a step back and remember that you know these are people too yeah, there's a lot of criticism leveled at reality television in general, and it has been for a while. There's a lot of, I think, a lot of mainstream culture views reality TV as the lowest of the low, the trashiest of the trash. Um, and, you know, a lot of that has to do with the culture that they see emanate from it. And I spend a lot of time defending uh, this culture because I think that it's misunderstood in a lot of ways. And I think that it's often underestimated. And and uh, and and that's that's why I'd even bother with a podcast like this because I do think that there is a lot of good that comes in the community uh, that we are in and that we're a part of and I think that uh, I don't know I I think that especially those that listen to this podcast that you these you know you care about the people that you're watching and 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 so do I and I think that hopefully we can all do whatever we can to discourage the kind of uh vitriol that that emanates from this stuff and obviously we're, we're never gonna get rid of all of the negativity that exists it, that it exists in the world it exists beyond the reality television realm uh but I think that really the only way to combat it is to uh, to try and be as empathetic as you can, to try to be as positive as you can. Um, you know, that doesn't mean that we can't have fun with the show. Uh, I have no plans of, you know, uh, muting or censoring my commentary. Uh, it's all like that's, you know, that's part of the fun. But when it comes to the real people outside of the house uh, or outside of the game, and what they're seeing uh it's just you know i think if you can just if you can treat them like human beings who uh who are are people who have feelings and motivations of their own instead of just as objects or characters uh for your rage about a show then i think that uh you will have gone a long way um and even if you feel like as matt said like you feel like you're not the pro like well i i you know i don't i don't do anything wrong um that doesn't mean that it's not worth taking taking a step back and looking at like you know how can i be better we can always all be better and with so many people that are negative in this community uh those those of you that that you know are trying to be better and and, and the, the better that you can be the more impact you'll have to to counter the people that are really doing damage to some of these people and and that's what i want to try and get across in this podcast is you know Let's let's like let's take a look at some of the people that we've talked to over the course of uh, the Terran show and uh, and hear their stories and just just, you know, think about the the impact that being on the show has had on them and, and being in the public eye has had on them. And it's easy to just say, hey, well, then don't go on the show or don't be on social media. You know, it's, it's that easy, um, which is a way to like cauterize your empathy and, and just be like, well, I don't have to feel bad because there's an easy way for them to not do this. But that's, I, I disagree with that line of thinking. I think with, that, without them, we wouldn't have these shows at all. Right. And also like, like, you shouldn't be trying to cut your empathy short. Empathy is a good thing. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. You shouldn't be trying to be like, well, 
I don't have to feel bad, so therefore I'm not going to feel bad. Like, no, the, it's there's still a person. Uh, you know, it's 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 more difficult than you think to avoid social media or to like not go on a show that's your dream to go on just because you're afraid of mean people. Like, people shouldn't have to do that, and you shouldn't have to like stop yourself from feeling bad for somebody just because you can find fault in them. I I, I don't think that's how the world should work. And I I know this is preachy, and uh, I'm sure it's annoying to to a lot of people but uh, I, I don't know I, I feel like I haven't done enough and so you know this is what I'm gonna do and uh, you know I, I think that you know hopefully hopefully this this reaches some people and uh, and and we can just be just be a little nicer be nice that's all I want yeah it, it just makes me and I'm sure you know plenty of other people really sad when you you get a nice new Terran show in your feed and then about an hour and so into it it starts getting like really depressing because you know these contestants don't have their own podcast oh, okay a lot of them have their own podcast <laughs> but these contestants don't all have a great place to express themselves in a way that the like the wide audience of Big Brother is going to hear their message. You know, when they come off the show, they can do all the Instagram lives and podcasts that they want to do. But at the end of the day, like to really dive deep into what their experience is after the show, like that's it's so much that we 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 try to scratch the surface by hearing their stories on the podcast and whatnot, but we really don't know anywhere near close to what it's actually like we you know you if you're a big brother fan or a survivor fan you've heard plenty of about how um you know these these guys come off the show and the uh, like reacclimating to normal life is a very very um slow process they don't get in my opinion anywhere near the amount of like like counseling and help that they should to get themselves back into normal life. It, it's like they, they come out of the house or whatever, they, they talk to a therapist. And I mean, I, I, you know, I've never gone through the process myself, but it just doesn't sound like something that would accurately, efficiently help anybody actually overcome everything that they're about to deal with. It's such, you know, it's not just the second they get out of the house, they're going to log on their phone, go on Twitter and see a bunch of mean messages about them it, it's the next year it's the next five years it's the next 10 years you know people are are going to look back on big brother three watch a, a block you listen to a blockumentary about it and then there's going to be that one or two people who are going to send danielle reyes hate messages about you know the things that they saw her do it's like there's so much that we want to watch and enjoy with with big brother and these contestants are under the biggest microscope possible we especially with big brother compared to survivor you know survivor is a different story we we don't see everything, but that's a problem for them that we don't see everything and we don't know all that's going on. So we want to make assumptions based on what's happening with, with big brother. We do see every single thing that they are saying and doing. So the smallest little things that they don't think in the house are that big of a deal, or they don't even realize that they're saying at the time slips out of their mouth. And then bam, they are public enemy number one. And of course uh, nobody's trying to excuse any kind of like, you know anything that they say that is truly a problem nobody nobody would ever be trying to at least neither of us are trying to defend any anything like that um but you know once in a while you, you got to take a step back and just think like is this really worth harassing them about for the next two years or can i just unfollow this person hope that they disappear from uh, you know taking up space in my brain to, what, what did robin akiva talking about uh, being taking up rent whatever in your head uh hopefully we can just uh you know find a way to only breathe in the positive or exhale the negative, whatever Caitlin's been uh, trying to preach for the past few months. <laughs> yes. We, we really need Caitlin to uh, stop by with, with a little bit of a yoga session before we start this new, yeah. uh, new year. Yeah. And, and like, again, I feel like, like the nature of the show, these shows is to is to cast judgment on these people as they play a game and to, to, to revel in, in their misery when they fail. Uh, but when the show is over, when the person is not just a character on a screen and you are interacting with them, uh, that's that's really what what I'm trying to talk about. Like you can you can say whatever you want about a show that's on TV as if you're not tagging them like that's that is that is what they signed up for. What they didn't sign up for is people coming after them. Even if you feel like it's your responsibility, it's not your responsibility to correct people if they're 
saying things that are wrong. Uh, if somebody is tweeting something out and you know it's a lie, like you don't, it's not your responsibility to be like, oh, you're, you're a liar. I can't believe you're so delusional. The person is going to be who they're going to be. And if you want to engage in a dialogue with them about uh, their opinions and they're willing to do that and you're both doing it in a respectful way because you're both human beings, that's totally cool. That's really all I, I, I would I would want from anybody is like just everyone everyone is human everyone is is doing their best here in this world and you don't need to just like attack people I, it doesn't do anybody any good it doesn't solve the problem that you're trying to solve it doesn't make them realize they're wrong it's only going to make them feel more defensive and they're only going to dig into their uh, opinion even deeper and you're going to be just endlessly uh, throwing stones at each other and nobody wins yeah, I mean, you think watching Big Brother feeds, we all think that we know everything. We all think that we see everything. So that means that we know exactly what we're talking about at all times. But we we really don't know what the players are feeling at the times that they're doing this. They, they have a perspective on what's going on that while you might not think it's like the correct opinion of whatever happened but it's their perspective so until you can you know hear out there and that's why i i do like when you know somebody comes on a podcast and they tell their side of the story and if you say oh that doesn't seem like what we saw sure go you know uh, talk to them about it engage in it if they're going on a podcast they're obviously you know looking to talk about it but again like you just said like you know in a respectful way talk about it in in a you know like you want to have a conversation with them, not like you're attacking them immediately. And, uh, you know, whatever they just said is, is automatically wrong. And, you know, talk about it. Like we have all this time in between seasons. If they want to talk about it, then engage. But if if not, just relax. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> if you if you stop and think and and you just if if even if you just even try to be a little bit better uh then i think that that goes a long way and you know nobody is perfect i'm not perfect uh matt isn't perfect uh you know i there we, we i'm sure that we will both do things in the future that uh that people oh well you said this like yeah yeah um, we're not gonna always be perfect we're not going to always be able to do the right thing and and i would never ask anyone uh to always be perfect but uh but if you try just a little bit harder i think that that makes a, a difference especially you know as these seasons get going and the uh, like the intensity builds up and you get to like the final five or something and it's like you know your your adrenaline is rushing just as much as these players and you just automatically want to say what you want to say if somebody you know tells you hey uh you know ease up a little bit you you're uh, you're getting a little ahead of yourself there you know relax a little bit just just try to take that in a in a way that nobody's attacking you like i'm hoping that besides you know like like i said at the beginning that i think the majority of people listening to this are probably more so on the good side if there is a good side uh, you know people that aren't being awful towards the, the contestants but i'm hoping that people can also potentially you know if if they see other people acting in a negative way that you know is going against everything that we're saying here maybe you know you can send out your own message and say something like okay relax like you didn't need to say that and just do your best because you know we we're here talking because we have this platform and uh you know we we wanted to use it but just because uh you you're not currently on this podcast and you're listening to us talk right now doesn't mean that you can't do your part as well to to just you know try to make this better um one of the reasons that we wanted to talk about this, or, or at least that I did. Uh, something that came up recently is I was watching a uh, another show. Um, actually, I probably don't even know if I need to say the name of the show. Just, but there was a contestant on a uh, show that I was watching, a UK show. And uh, after I finished watching the season, I found out that uh, unfortunately this person uh, took their own life about I, I think um, a couple months, maybe a year after their season aired. Um, and that really shook me up. Um, you know, that, especially like as I watched this season, I had no idea that this took place. Um, just so just to finish the season and to find out that, um, one of the people who I really enjoyed in the season was, uh, no longer with us because uh, it, I mean, I, I don't know everything about the situation. I don't know all of the details, but just from what I've been able to, to research and look up, it seems like uh, this person was battling mental health issues, uh, severe depression, anxiety, all this stuff. Um, and 
while they were on the show, they engaged in a relationship that was pretty controversial. It was a, it was a same sex relationship, which wasn't common for this show. Um, so, you know, of course everybody has their opinions on it. And then uh, I, you can imagine that when this person got off the show, I'm sure that, you know, the fan responses did nothing to help this person's mental state. And like we were saying, you know, they don't get enough counseling to, to help them cope with all this stuff. So, Again, not to br- not to get too depressing on you guys, but it's just we don't want anybody to ever get to that state. And and you know, luckily we we really haven't so far. I, I guess uh, you know there have been cases of it, like I'm talking about this, and, and maybe uh, some other shows. Maybe this has happened, but we just don't want to ever let any contestant get to a point where they feel like because of go- uh, because they signed up for an experience of going on a game show. And fans, you know, had to tell them their opinions and had to get involved and make everything so much worse for them that they had to get to a point of of any kind of self-harm or anything like this. It's just it's never going to be that serious that that we need to make them feel that lousy. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's just like like. that sort of thing can happen for any number of reasons. And, you know, you, you never know all of the reasons, but you can control your own actions you can control your own part in anybody's misery and if there's any part of you that feels like you know what maybe i was a little bit too harsh this one time uh like you have to remember that like maybe it was just one bout of passion for you but for that person it was one of so so many and you know every little bit really does impact them uh again you know even if it's not the the over the top you know crazy negative stuff sometimes that's the easiest stuff to deal with is the craziest stuff because it's so out of the ordinary and it's so looked down upon that you're like well this is this is nuts this i like this doesn't even uh, it's it's so crazy it doesn't even bother me uh sometimes it is just the the just the non-stop uh attention uh you know the, seeing the same things over and over people treating you like you're not a human being like you are a character on a show and you're not anymore that can really be i think what dehumanizes people and really starts to get to them and you know we are not saying that that's always or even ever going to lead toward uh self-harm or anything like that but it doesn't matter what what the end result is. It matters what the what what you're doing in the moment. And if you feel like there's anything that you can do to be better and to not do that, then then you should be thinking about trying to do that. Uh, no one's saying that you can't have your fun. No one's saying that you can't you know talk a little bit of trash while they're while they're on the show. You know, say what you want. Have have your fun. Like this is the point of you know, of watching these shows to debate back and forth about what's going on. And if somebody does something really stupid, feel free, like tweet about it being stupid. It's just when these people get home, remember that they're people don't at them with all the negativity. Uh, There's no need to press that at button before you type your mean tweet. There's no need to slide into their DMS with these awful messages. Just, just take a step back and, you know, think about it before you send it. And uh, that's, that's what we're trying to get at. Yeah, and I, and I think a really easy way to go about this is before you send a tweet to somebody or send them a message or do anything that is directed toward one of these players, think about if I was standing face to face with them, would I say this to them? Would I, would I really be doing this to them right now? Would I be saying this in the way that I am? Or would I be having a conversation with them in a different way? Maybe, maybe saying similar things, but in a different way, in a way that's a little softer, in a way that's treating them a little bit more, uh, human. Um, and if, if you, if, if you feel like maybe, maybe this isn't something that you would be saying in person, then maybe rethink the comment and maybe reword it. Yeah. Uh, there's, uh, I, I feel like a lot of people are probably listening to this right now. Like, yeah, I would say that to that, that person to their face. Like, well, maybe you shouldn't like that's the uh, that's that's the point you know would you want these people saying this kind of stuff to you if you got off the show probably not you know it it depends every every situation is different um and i know that so many people um feel personally uh, attacked by some of the things that these people say on shows and again we are not trying to defend any of the lousy behavior of some of the people that you know when when it pops up during the season it's just especially for the people who are not engaging in that behavior for these contestants that are that are the good ones the ones that are just you know completely go on the show give it their all and maybe 
don't make the move that you want them to make. They they, they uh, foute the entire season and they're really stupid and they uh, they can't work their way out of a very simple situation to us. Just uh, just just relax. It's really not that serious, guys. Yeah, and and also like I want to say if if you disagree with what we're saying, if you feel like there's something that we're missing, like I I I I want this to start a dialogue. I want people to talk about this and I want I want people to to be thinking about it. Whether or not you agree with everything that we're saying, whether maybe you think that we're being super annoying and preachy, that's totally fine. Uh there's a way to disagree with us that's not that mean. <laughs> um so uh please uh you know, let us let us know and and tell us your thoughts on this um you know the the more this this gets out there the the better in my opinion and and again like uh, it probably is not going to have much of an impact but uh but every little bit does matter like there could even if it's just one person uh you know if if somebody gets out and there's just one person that reaches out to them in a in a human way and uh that that like that that can matter that it really can i i just hate that we've we've you know found our way into a world where if people talk about oh i want to apply to go on this show it's kind of like at least for myself i've kind of started giving out the advice of like maybe don't go on the show and i really hate that that's like been my my view on on these conversations but it really like i have a hard time finding a way to encourage people to continue with the application process just knowing that this is what is in their future and that the, uh, you know their their lives are going to be so drastically changed by the time they get home regardless of how good or bad they do and i'm just hoping that you know over time we can kind of dial that back and and see some change made so that we don't have to discourage or at least you know me i, I feel like i, I don't want to be discouraging people from following their dreams and going to play one of these shows or, or putting themselves out there for the world to see it's it's sad that 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 that's how i've had to you know, treat these conversations lately, but I really don't think that that's the way it has to be. I think, uh, you know, if we can all just hold hands and come together, I'm just kidding, but, uh, you know, we, uh, we can definitely do better. Yeah. I mean, I've had well liked winners of the show tell me, yeah, you, you probably want to think about doing it. <laughs> like that's crazy. <laughs> Right. Like the winner yeah. of the show that is well liked by the general fan base should not be like, it should not it should not have an experience that says, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know if you'd want to do what I did uh, like that. That's indicative of something very bad, I think, and it's something good. that we can that can be improved. Yes. So that's uh, that I think we've done enough preaching for now. And uh... yes, uh, we talked to Laurel specifically about just her experience. Uh, you know, this this is our uh, campaign, right? Like this is we are here being the, the preachy, annoying people. Uh, you know, we we asked Laurel about what her experience was like when she got off of the show um, while it was airing after it aired, uh, you know, just just to, just to see again, just like she is a human being. What was her experience? And that's what the Terran show has been about. So that's what we're going to share with you right now. Yeah. So if you're unfamiliar with Laurel, if you were a uh, Big Brother only fan, Laurel is a contestant from uh, Survivor Ghost Island, which was earlier in 2018. Um, and if uh, you know, if you are a fan, whatever, I'm sure you remember that while Laurel was on Survivor, um, she you know worked her way into a position with two very dominating players in Dom and Wendell who, you know, she worked with the uh, entire game. And once she got down towards the end game, um, there was a lot of, a lot of people that were, that were pushing for Laurel to, to make a move and to take one of those two guys out because it was, it seemed pretty clear that with both of them still in the game, uh, there was not much of a path to Laurel uh, getting the win. And, you know, while this was all happening, everybody uh, wanted to make sure that we, uh, you know, we let her know that uh, we were hoping that she made a move, and uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll talk to Laurel about uh, about her experience with everything. It's just you know I mean personally I I don't think I saw her much around the Survivor scene for this past season. So you know I think most survivors tend to take a break, um, but I was hoping before we we talked to her that you know we were not going to have seen the last of Laurel you know in the world of Survivor because I hope that we didn't uh, scare her off last season. Yeah. All right, so we've got Laurel with us. Uh, Laurel, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. Very happy to uh, to be talking to you. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. 
I feel yes. like I'm emerging from my hibernation from hibernation. Have you been hibernating since your, since your appearance? Um, you know, not intentionally, but maybe unintentionally. So I feel like kind of life just happened. And I don't know, after years of Survivor and reality TV having kind of dominated my life, it was nice to kind of have some time to step away from everything and take a little bit of a break. So not an intentional hibernation, but I'm definitely more out of the loop than I've ever been before. I, I feel like that does happen a lot with people who are like, even if they're huge fans going in after they play you you do usually see like a little bit of a step back from the whole thing do you do you feel like is there a reason why do you think that happens well i think it's a couple things i think you you know after you play especially for me i mean i was a huge super fan i've never missed a season and not just survivor i'm a super fan of big brother pretty much every reality tv show i watch it so i feel like my life is reality tv and then as a super fan you get on the show and suddenly your entire world is changed and you're consumed by the show. And for me, you know, I guess for most players, right, you have about a year where you're going through casting and that's pretty much dominating your life. And then you have the summer when you're playing the game and that's dominating your life. And you come back and you have a couple of months where you're watching the show and then that's dominating your life. So for most players, it's about a two year span. For me, I went through casting twice. So I think in total, it was about four years of my life that was just survivor dominated. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate that during that time, like a lot of your life falls behind and you neglect a lot of things that it's nice to get back to after you come out of that experience. So I think it's a little bit of just trying to go back and pay attention to maybe the things that you hadn't been paying attention to when you were, your life was dominated by Survivor. And then also just a little bit of overload. I mean, you go through this hugely powerful experience that changes you, you know, emotionally, mentally, physically, everything. And it's just kind of emotion overload and it's a bit hard to be at that high intensity for so long so I feel like you just need to step back a little bit and, and take a break at least I did I think there's certainly people that don't um, but for me that's what I needed to do did, did you have any idea before you went on to play uh, like the kind of break that you would need afterwards because I feel like a lot of super a lot of super fans are probably prepared for that so I imagine that you had some idea of what might be coming but like there are so many players who come off of their seasons and they say, I really need a break. I can't watch this next season or so. Like, did you know that that was going to be coming after you were done? You know, I didn't. I had certainly seen and heard people, super fans that had gone on and had to take the break afterwards. So I certainly knew it was a thing. But I think for me, I kind of just thought, well, I love Survivor. It's my favorite show. I'm so excited to play this game. I'm so excited to talk about the game. I'm so excited to connect with people after having played the game that I didn't think I'd need as much of a break, um, which I guess is a testament to how much of an experience I went through, because I think even for me, I, I thought that I would probably be able to jump right back into it, but I really just couldn't. And I tried to. Um, I fully intended to watch the season, but even just a couple episodes in, it was just like, too much for me in the moment. Mm -hmm. Do you think part of it is is that there is a sort of transition, like... I know a lot of people coming back from playing uh, on, on one of these shows, they feel like that something has changed inside of them and, and their life often changes in a lot of ways. Not a lot of people can just go straight back to like, all right, back to regular life again. Everything's the same. Um, do you think that has to do with uh, with what we're talking about a little bit? Yeah, and maybe even the opposite. Like for me, I had a very stable life before I left for the show, like was in a great relationship, had a great job, liked where I was living, had a great support system, loved my friends, family is great. And I felt like kind of all of that got thrown into a bit of chaos over the years that I was going through it, right? So I applied for Survivor the first time and I was going through casting. And during that time, you can't talk to anyone about what you're going through. So I felt like I had been not talking to friends or family how I otherwise would. And you're distracted at work because all you can think about is like getting that next casting call. Mm -hmm. And then I got cut and I was devastated. And so then I'm just like in a state of depression about it that then is like, have me, has me distracted from life as well. And then I go through casting again and I have the excitement where I'm getting ready to go play the game. And that's now dominating all of my life and my thoughts. And then I played the game and I was gone from my real life, gone from my work, gone from my boyfriend, gone from my family, gone from my friends. And then you come back and your mind's just completely taken over too. So I felt like for me, it was really important to like get back and kind of dedicate time and emotion and prioritization to what I felt like I had really neglected over the past 
four years at that point. So it was really like a focused, a focused need for me to pay back attention to maybe what I hadn't been paying attention to. Yeah, so many, so many players talk about uh, like how it's such a like it's such a wild experience. Like when you play Survivor, you're on like such an elevated level of adrenaline at all times. So that when you come home and you have to adjust to normal life, it's so like it's so different, and it's hard to I guess accept the fact that you're never or not never because you know some people get get back to playing playing again or whatever. Um, but it's it's not realistic to expect that you're going to have that kind of high like anytime soon at all. Um, so like, especially with the experience that you had, it, like, did that like just make it worse uh, trying to adjust back to everything? Yeah, there's certainly a lot of that. I think, like you said, you're on such a high while you're playing the game. And for me, I was out there for the entire game. So for 39 days at that point, I was playing in challenges, strategizing, just in this heightened sense of emotion and stress and chaos and excitement and thrill. I mean, as bad as some of the experience can be, there's so much thrill and fun and excitement for me while I was out there that mm. it is hard to come back to, you know, my job, I work in consulting. So I'm at a desk for, you know, 50 hours a week. It's kind of hard to come back and go back to the mundane and day to day, getting dressed, going to work, coming home, making dinner, going to work out, going to bed. It's a really tough transition. Um, even just having conversations with my friends or my boyfriends or my family about kind of run-of-the-mill things when all that's on my mind is this crazy game that I just spent the, the past month playing and kind of having conversations with my castmates and wanting to talk to them about this crazy thing that we just went through and reliving moments of the game and talking about our favorite moments. It's really hard to then kind of go and have a normal conversation at work with someone about what was on TV last night or something kind of mundane like that so definitely some of that too yeah so you'd say you definitely say you're looking like to get back to where you were before you got on the show in terms of your fandom maybe not i mean i would call myself borderline obsessed <laughs> before i got on the show so I, I think i just want to go back to being a fan and enjoying the show and being able to watch on wednesday nights and have fun talking about it afterwards and call my family and talk to them about it afterwards and not feel so much like stress and anxiety or even distaste while watching it. Have you had much experience with the fans outside of the actual airing of the show? Like the people who, who do stick around and sort of, you know, follow you between seasons and, and you know, want to talk about things or, or have things to say. Do you, do you have much experience with that? I would say most of it has been people that I've run into here in Minneapolis. Like there's a ton of super fans out here and I've run into them. I'll run into people at the mall we're at the supermarket and I can have a really genuine fun conversation with people there. Um, a lot of fans have messaged me online and wanted to talk about this season. And like, I, I truly just had nothing to offer when it came to the season because I hadn't really been watching it. Um, so I felt like I got pretty disconnected from the fan community this season. Um, so it really had just turned into people that I would run into that wanted to talk more so about my season or survivor in general, or just talk in general about life. Um, not so much, the fandom online so like what is it like to you know be somebody who is essentially an anonymous online and likes the show and you know the you, you is obviously not you know a ton of attention on you to somebody who is on the show and during the season you know everybody is talking about you at least the everybody that you had previously been i'm assuming interacting with and uh had been following and uh and now you know even after the season there are still people that recognize you like what is what is the difference there like how does that uh impact you as a person to have such a dramatic change in uh in circumstance it's really overwhelming um and i think it's overwhelming in a positive way too i mean just to like i said be walking down the street and have someone come up to me and want to take a picture with me and tell me how much they loved watching me and want to talk to me that's a really weird experience when you know this time last year i could walk down the street and no one really cared what i was doing um so even that just i'm probably a pretty private person um definitely more of an introvert than an extrovert so that was also overwhelming like there would be times when I would be out to dinner with like, my boyfriend and I could tell someone was recognizing me because they would look at me in a weird way and like try to place me or I guess consider coming to talk to me and I would just be hoping that they wouldn't come talk to me because I would just get socially exhausted from all of the attention 
And I think certain people thrive on that. Like I know plenty of my castmates who I consider my friends, like they thrive on that attention. And there's nothing that they want more than to be swarmed and have conversations about the season and survivor. But I think it's about your personality. So for me, even the positive attention was overwhelming. Um, and then of course the negative is even worse because again, just going back to, you know, this time last year being a normal person that kind of did what I wanted to do and didn't have people constantly judging what I was doing to then, you know, once a week or even between the episodes, having to just deal with criticism and complaints and judgment. It's really hard. Um, you're not, we don't go through social media training. We don't go through any type of training of how to deal with that. So I think I found it especially hard um, dealing with, and for me, I kind of found it most effective to just shut down the public and not really interact at all at a certain point. Um, but it, it's definitely taken its toll on me. It's taken its toll on several of my cast members. I think I, all of us are fine now, but it's a hard couple of months to go through. And again, it's just like a really intense couple of months. And I think all of us come out of it okay. But for when you're in it in the moment, it just feels like really dark and really hard and really intense. Yeah. So obviously we're, we want to get into eventually uh, talking about the experience that you had with uh, fans online in particular, but just uh, as you were talking about people that have recognized you in the public, did anyone ever come up to you and have any of these like harsh criticisms that people may have had online towards you like face to face, or is it just all online that they would say that? No, everyone was nice to me face to face. And I'm sure well, those good. are some of the people that were criticizing me online, but <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's so easy when you're behind a, you know, a keyboard to say anything that you want to say. That's, you know, such a big part of uh, what we're talking about here. So that's, it's like, you know, when you finally meet these people, you go to the reality events or you just see somebody in a store, it's like, are you actually going to say what you've been saying to them online in person? I don't think so. I think it goes back to like, it's really easy to judge people when you don't know them and you don't really view them as a person, you view them as a character on TV. And then if you run into me when I'm grocery shopping, I think you probably realize that I'm a person that's living a normal life. And it's probably a lot harder to have something negative to say to me when you kind of humanize the people that you're judging. Right. Did you, did you expect to have that sort of criticism, you know, like on when you're, when the show is airing, did you expect it to be so difficult going th through it? And did you expect to have that level of criticism in the first place? I mean, I knew that I would be a controversial player just because I was in a swing position for much of the show. And then at the very end, I made the most controversial decision of the season. So I knew that I would be the center of discussion. I think that I hoped and thought it would be a bit more balanced and have some people that agreed with me and there were people that agreed with me or like thought that my decisions were good. Um, but I think it just goes back to what I've, I've heard so many people say, like the negative is just so much stronger than the positive. Um, I have, there was a point, like I said, that I just kind of tuned out anything online. Like people would send me messages, some of them were negative, but a lot of them were positive. And a lot of them were supportive, but it just got to a point where like, I just didn't want to read anything because I could read 10 positive messages. And then if that one stinging negative message came through, it would just like kill you. It just like hits you in the heart. I think that, um, you know, people might think about like, you know, if if you want to be a compassionate fan who is trying to avoid uh you know harming anybody or 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 you know doing anything that's going to you know uh, affect anyone any of the players um is is it is it just the criticism as a whole or was it only the stuff that was directed at you um, intentionally, like you know either through tagging you in something or messaging you directly something um you, what what was it uh, exactly that was uh, that was the most affecting? Oh, so for sure, the stuff that kind of shows up on your doorstep, so to speak, like direct messages, being tagged in ugly posts, comments on my page. Um, I, I think Survivor is a game, and when you sign up to play Survivor, you do sign up to be judged on your game. It's fair game to be criticized on decisions you make, to be supported for decisions you make, to be called stupid for a game move that you made to be celebrated for a great game move that you made. I think that's all fair game. We can sign up to play this show and to put ourselves, to play this game and to put ourselves out there on TV to be judged for playing this game, right? Um, you know, you have this prize of a million dollars at the end and that's the reward. And it's kind of what you 
you're signing up for the chance to win that. And the downside is that you sign up to also be judged. I think that the problem is, is when the game criticism turns into personal criticism, like even if you disagree with the decision I made or thought I made a dumb move or thought I didn't make the right move, it's not so much that, but if like people were constantly criticizing my looks or saying I ruined the season, like, and coming to my page with that. And I think that that's the hard thing. If you want to talk online about, I made this dumb move, I did this wrong, that's fine. Like we should talk about that. That's what the survivor community is for. We can talk about this great game that we love. Um, I just don't think you need to tag players when you're talking negatively about them. And I think that extends to not just personal attacks, but game attacks too. If you're talking negatively about someone, maybe you just don't tag them in it. Don't write on their page. Don't send them a message. You can tweet about it because then if the player decides to, you know, search their name, they are going out and seeking these commentaries, but you don't need to send it to them directly in a way that they can't avoid it unless they totally do a social media blackout and don't read any messages at all, which is what I did at a certain point. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's something else I wanted to ask, which is like, how difficult is it to avoid this stuff? Because I think a lot of people think when they think about this, they're like, well, if they don't want to see it, they can just avoid social media. It's it's that easy. Um, is it that easy? Um, right, like you can certainly do that. And I did that. But for me, it was really disappointing to feel that I had to do that because I was really looking forward to watching myself and talking to people about it and being a part of the discussion and listening to podcasts and being on podcasts and interacting with the fans. I mean, as a super fan, I know how much it meant to me to be able to tweet at a player and have them tweet something back to me or send a message and have them send something back to me. So for me, I really take to heart when fans reach out to me. And in the beginning of the season, I was trying to respond to every message, like any tweet, like I just took it really personally being a fan to really give back to the fans too. Um, so while it was easy enough to go completely black on social media and just kind of step out at a certain point, it was really disappointing for me because I was so looking forward to that part of the experience. And while I still could interact with my family and my friends and my coworkers, I certainly had people to talk about my experience with. It was disappointing that I kind of felt like I just completely shut out this other aspect of this other group of people that I was looking forward to interacting with as well. So you can certainly do it, but I think it cheapens your experience in a way and kind of takes away some of the experience from you that otherwise would be a good thing. Did you find it difficult to, uh, you know, did you, did you ever, were you ever tempted to respond to the criticism to try and defend yourself or to, you know, uh, like bite back? You know, I made a decision early on that I wasn't going to be defensive because I, like, I have seen so many survivor players do it. Um, I felt like I had seen players that lost and came off and like every tweet about them, they would respond to and every criticism they wanted to explain. And I didn't want to do that. So I decided I wasn't going to do it. Um, but I would say as the season was airing, I became tempted along the way to do it because right, like, I felt like there were certain criticisms or certain conversations that were being had that I didn't feel like my side of the story was being told. And I felt like, man, like if I, like my voice is not being heard here. And if I would just say this one thing, maybe someone would understand this point of view or have a better sense of what I was thinking, but I didn't do it. And that continued throughout the season. And, you know, even after the show, I kind of felt like I was letting everyone else have these conversations and have these opinions and have their perspectives out there. Like I would read people's interviews and they would in my opinion, like recreate the game entirely and have this complete revisionist history perspective that I felt was completely untrue, but because they were saying it, their story was out there. Um, and maybe it was true to them. I'm not saying that I know it to be untrue, but to me, it felt really untrue, but they said it and there are people that held on to it and believed it. And I just didn't ever really put my perspective or my point of view out there. And maybe that would have been a good thing. I don't know. It felt more comfortable to me to not be defensive, but I toyed with it. And after the season, I kind of thought I should have jumped in more. But I don't know. I kind of no, feel like I, I kind of hate when players are defensive. No, and I, I think that's that's sort of the dilemma that that you're put in. And I, and 
you know, you mentioned that it's always the most tempting when you feel like people are getting it wrong and you want to step in and be like, well, actually, uh, this is what I said or this is what was happening. Um, because you're right. Like if you if you do stay silent, then your side of the story doesn't get told. And I think that there's this idea that, oh, just avoid it. Just don't look. Just don't right. get involved. Um, but there is a sacrifice there in that, you know, that your side of of whatever it is, is not is not getting out there. Um, and I think that it is kind of this dilemma of I think it's healthier for yourself to be able to just kind of let that go and and try to avoid it as much as possible but in terms of the fan base and and the people who care about the information or or anything like that like they are losing out on the on, on your perspective or on whoever's perspective that feels like they can't even uh you know get too involved in anything because it's it's too intense uh an environment um and i think that uh i think that there's something really valuable being lost there if people feel like they can't even express their own uh point of view lest people think that they're being defensive and like the the attacking uh doubles I, you know if we're trying to put ourselves in the shoes of of you guys these you former players like i think that it's important to understand how difficult it can be to keep your mouth shut when you know that you have a perspective that you want to give but by giving it you are inviting even more criticism and and negativity and you know it it is it is a lot more challenging than you might initially think yeah and even just selfishly for the fans i mean be kind to super fans because they're the probably the ones that are going to be the kindest to you i mean i like i said i would have loved to be more interactive during the season i was really looking forward to that aspect but just kind of shut down and shut that out like the super fans that are on the show are going to be the ones that are most willing to come on podcasts and share behind the scenes information, tell you cool stories about the show and their experience and that kind of thing. Um, so just be kind to people so that they'll in return, be kind to you and share their experience with you. So even if not for care of the players, do it selfishly for care of getting better info after the show. <laughs> uh, that's a, yeah, that's a really good point. It's like people are like chasing everybody away. It's like at a certain point, we're going to have nobody left to talk to because we're just criticizing every single player on every single thing. And besides the fact that, you know, so many fans feel like they're entitled to tell you how they feel because you're on the show, you signed up for it, blah, blah, blah. Um, it still doesn't feel good for anybody to be getting all these messages. And no matter how much anybody can understand why they're getting the messages, because people have opinions and because, you know, they just don't agree, whatever, it still doesn't feel good to read all of these messages. It's like if someone, you know, they, you get knocked down so many times, it's hard to just be like, oh, well, let me still go talk to these people about, uh, you know, let them in behind the scenes. Like, I just think that's a good point. Uh, was there was there anything else that you wanted to uh, to mention here, Laurel? No, I feel like that's really the gist of it. I don't, I don't want to belabor, and I also want you know I don't want to sound like I'm just complaining about my experience either. Again, like yeah, we, we invited you. Yeah, yeah, we invited you to come talk about this. <laughs> Nobody should feel like this is uh, Laurel's uh, idea, or you know, <laughs> or she's complaining. <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like I just came out of my hibernation to get uh, berated again, but that's okay. Well, uh, thank you again for uh, for talking with us, Laura. Sure. Thanks for having me. It felt, really it really hope that you rejoin us next season with uh, podcasts and watching and talking about everything. Hopefully you're able to get back into it. Yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I've really missed Survivor, and I'm looking forward to reconnecting with especially the RTP community. I love both of your content, Matt. I read your articles all the time. Taryn, I listen to your podcasts all the time. Um, so I've missed reading and listening to your stuff. So I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you guys and everyone else. Um, I feel like I said it before in my last podcast, but especially the RTP community, like have been so supportive to me throughout my time on the show, even those that didn't agree with my decisions along the way. So I'm looking forward to getting back and reconnecting with that group, especially. Awesome. Thank you. All right, that was Laurel. Very good to hear from Laurel. She was great. I, I really enjoyed talking to her. Yeah, I like I said, I uh, was really upset that we didn't get to hear much from her during the season. I thought that it was it was great to see uh, such as you know, it's great to see any super fans out there. But uh, you know, especially knowing that Laurel has been involved with the uh, Robinson Podcast community for so long, it was great to see her get out there, go as far as she did. Disappointing that you know 
it wasn't able to uh to end i guess the way that she would have hoped but i'm glad to hear that you know she will be joining us again uh for future seasons and that you know she isn't going to be driven away forever um and it really was refreshing to hear her experience uh with with all this stuff because it's uh it's not pretty and uh you know the whole point of this podcast is that people really aren't talking about it enough so i was happy to hear what laurel had to say yeah i think it goes to show that these people deal with more than just the attention, the negativity, whatever, like they are also reeling from the experience that they had. They were isolated from the world for a certain period of time and in a very stressful situation. Uh, and a lot of people need help dealing with that by itself. Like that, like that by itself is an extremely difficult thing to deal with, uh, let alone having all of these people trying to talk to them about it. And that's, again, why, even if it's not negative, this sort of like, uh, you know, I love you, give give me attention, um, you know, I, I, like pay, pay attention to me or, or uh, you know, wanting something from them because you really liked them on the show can also be really overwhelming. And uh, they're just trying to like deal with their life having uh still still being uh affected from their experience in the show still reeling from their experience on the show and uh, you know but also you know they, they don't want to let people down and it can be very difficult and again i i think that the like the voice inside my head that's like well how are people going to respond to this are like well that's what they signed up for if they want to be public figures then that's the that's the deal uh but but again it's like coming up with excuses to not feel empathetic towards someone is not a good way to live your life and uh i'd, I'd really just uh say like don't don't do that um, like there's no reason to not like there's no there's no good reason ever to not try to understand where somebody's coming from at, even in just the smallest way and just to feel a little bit of empathy for what they're going through it will make everything and everyone better for it so uh just just try that's all i'm asking Yes, make it your goal for 2019. You, you know, all these contestants uh, tend to talk about how they'll read, you know, 20 comments that are all nice, and then you see the one that is negative, and that's the one that sticks. And that's, you know, a sentiment that's been shared by many players. Uh, try to try to contribute, you know, even if you're not somebody who's been contributing to that negative side, contribute to the positive side. Send them a message when they uh, get off the show while it's airing. Let them know that you're enjoying them. Let them know that, you know, you appreciate uh, what they've been bringing to the show, because you, you would think that there's a bunch of people saying that but it, it'll go a long way you know you can never have too many positive comments given the uh, all the negativity that come in so feel free if uh, if you if you're wondering how you can do something to contribute to this in a positive way um go for go for that next time that somebody gets home from a season let them know how much you enjoyed them and if you didn't keep your mouth closed we have uh, a lot of big brother coming our way so i'm just hoping that anybody can take anything away from this and uh hopefully we can have a good few seasons and uh some some a little bit more positivity out there yes all right Thank you, everyone, for listening to us ramble on for so long, if you have made it through here. Uh, again, look, I'm sure that there are plenty of people that think this is preachy, that think that they don't need to hear this, um, that, you know, we're, we're preaching to people who will never hear us, and the people that are hearing us don't need to hear it, whatever it is. Um, you know, again, feel free to disagree, but me personally, I just felt like uh, I have a platform. I want to do something with it. Maybe there's a better way for me to do this, but I, I'm trying the best I can. Um, and again, if you if you disagree, feel free to, to let me know in hopefully a respectful way and, and try to engage people in a dialogue about this as much as you can uh, in the same way that, you know, that we're preaching this sort of humanity toward the players also direct it to each other even when you see somebody doing something that is bad or negative but let's let's try and just be a little nicer to each other even when we disagree i think that uh that the world becomes a better place and we get toward uh, a little bit more uh, of the truth that we're all searching for when we do that so uh well thank you again for uh for hanging out with us anything else matt uh nope love and light love and light all right Thank you for listening to The Terran Show. If you want to subscribe, you can on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, The Terran Show. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Armstrong Terran. Matt is at Matt Ligori. Yes. 
and uh i'm also on instagram now find me there youtube twitch it's all over the place we got big brother celebrity it's gonna be fun we're gonna have fun we're gonna have fun with the players and then when they come out we're gonna have fun with them then too as human beings so thank you again for uh for joining us and i will see you next time parents asking questions Looking deeper, that's what it's all about. It's the Terry Show, so you and me can know it's the Terry.